let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Podcast, 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 podcast. Andy, you know what time it is? What time is it, baby? It's Christmas time. Oh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Christmas. Guys, it's the winter wonderland is upon us. Oh, I can smell them cookies. I can too. Can you smell Grandmama's roast? Oh. It's a wonderful time. The tree is decayed in our living rooms. <laughs> everything's everything's long dead. It's like the middle to possibly end of February. I don't know when it is. I'll tell you what. It's not. It's not Christmas, but that makes it the perfect time to do a Christmas episode, you guys. Yeah, we're back, baby. <laughs> we are back, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, my name Woo! is Gabe Martinez. Woo! And my name is Andy Diaz. And together we are a podcast called. Who let you watch that? that? <laughs> back, back. <laughs> Never miss a beat. Never. Never. We have been gone for so long. We are sorry. We're very sorry, but you know, COVID's a bitch, <laughs> and it got us both. And then the holidays, and then just general lethargy. Just, right? Yeah. Just <laughs> the holidays take a lot out of you, and yeah. then your whole family gets sick, and then you're sick again. Yeah. Uh, man, having a kid is great. I love it, <laughs> but man. Damn, do they get sick. They get sick so much. It's it is just terrible. Yeah, just it's every other great. week, and you're just like, hey, we're all back to normal, and we're fucked again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. bud. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We got a couple of really nice messages, and we got one uh, from our super fan. Jake, Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake. <laughs> yeah. We love you, Jake. We love you, Jake. You're the man, dude. We're, yeah. we're coming back for everybody. But especially for you, dude. Especially. Especially. We've got a fun episode. It is Christmas-themed. We will get into it. (laughs) But, Andy, it's been so long. Dude, it's been so long. Do you have any new business? Oh, we do that, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) We do, man. Oh, man. New business, man. I don't have any new business. I've just been living my life. My business is the business of loving and living. (laughs) And business is good. Oh, Awesome. That's really, really good. I'm excited. I'm excited. What about you? Do you got any of that new business for me? You know, I do have just a touch of new business for you. Um, It's it's uh, pop culture related. I love pop culture. Yeah, I I figured that this would be up your alley. So uh, the Grammys just happened uh, right before we're recording this. I think they were last night or whatever Mm -hmm. the day before. Uh, And the Grammys were whatever, you know. I didn't watch them. I watched highlights and things. Yeah. But uh, apparently, Harry Styles won some award and uh, a Grammy. Yeah. I guess is what he won. And <laughs> and in his speech, apparently, he was like, "People like me just don't win awards." Something what? like that. Yeah. He said in his speech, like, "People like me don't don't win awards." And I was like, "Insanely handsome white <laughs> dudes yeah, don't win fuck? awards." Man, life is tough for life. Harry Styles. So uh, there's already backlash where uh, people f- of all shapes and sizes saying you're insane. Um, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, so just want to make sure everyone's aware of that. But also, I thought it was pretty interesting. Some dude who was like affiliated with David Bowie. 
Um, maybe okay. he was his costume designer, producer, best friend, grandpa. I don't really remember who it was, but I just thought the funniest thing to come out of all of this <laughs> is someone said like they were comparing him to Bowie. Comparing Harry, Harry Styles to Harry, Bowie? Yeah, Harry Styles to Bowie. I know. It's like, no, that's so, okay. so wrong. But the dude who's affiliated with the Bowie camp was like, not only does he have nothing to do with David Bowie, he's not, he's not even on the same planet. He's like, Harry Styles isn't fit to wash his knickers. And I was oh. like, that's a very British thing to say. You know, it's like, wash his undies. Uh-huh. So Proper. Proper. Anyway, that's all. I know that people yeah. listen to us in England, so yeah, they're big. There's a uh, there's David Bowie for I, you, and I kind of get what he's saying underwear. though, where he's like, people like him don't win Grammys. I mean, you have to think his whole life he was a prince, and now like him and Meghan Markle, like they're doing their own thing in America now. You know, you're so, right. So you're it's right. tough for him. You know, he came you know from royalty, and now he's just. He has to sing songs to make ends meet. I, I get know, it. I, I know. get it. I guess we should feel bad for They're the, the guy. same person, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Harry Markle. Harry Markle. Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's my new business. Ah, cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we are back, baby. We're going to do it. Can't wait. We're going to be doing it and doing it and doing it well. I think that was salt and pepper. I think so. And we're following in their footsteps. We are, as we try on every episode to emulate salt and pepper. <laughs> salt and pepper. <laughs> I'm definitely more of the pepper. I'm definitely more of the salt. Well, that's great, because if we were both pepper. That's just too much pepper. That's too much. <laughs> on that note, we have got a very special episode. It's Christmas and themed. Oh, my gosh, you guys. This is this. Oh, it's a wonderful time of year full of joy and happiness. And definitely no murders or anything of the of the sort. Nope. And I'm excited to get into all that, Gabe. Yeah. But before we get into any of that, I believe what I ask you is a simple question mm-hmm. that I remember exactly how everything flows in this. Because <laughs> we're professionals. We are. <laughs> I hope you like the camera angles. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so, you guys. Gabe, before we get into anything about the joys of the, of the season. Yeah. We're going to visit a movie that has traumatized you. It certainly did, Andy. And and before we get into any of that, I have a question for you, Gabe. What could it be? Can you describe this movie in five words or less? Five words? Or less. Or less? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I can, Andy. Um, I was prepared to do this three weeks ago when we were originally going to do this <laughs> episode. Before both you and I got <laughs> jacked up. Yep, exactly, boy. Uh so I'm gonna I'm gonna wing this one. All right. So here I'm gonna I'm gonna go for five or less. Beautiful <laughs> man child, one word. Murder spree holiday. Yeah! <laughs> you guys, do you know what movie it is? Because you better, you guys, you know that we are talking about the movie Silent Night. Deadly Night. Deadly Night. The R-rated 1984 classic to end all classics that changed the genre forever. Forever. Forever, it's- yeah. I mean, this was uh, not the first. I think Black Christmas was the first one in the 70s that was like attributed to yeah. being like the, you know, the, the first holiday, holiday Christmas horror yes. uh, type thing, you know. Uh, but yeah, definitely this one... This one made a splash, <laughs> dude. This better one, or worse. <laughs> this is wild. I'll get into it on my side of the story when we talk about it. Uh-huh. 
but man, oh bad. Yeah, Andy, hit him with that log line, dude. Yeah, what's here what's we this go. all about? Little Billy witnesses his parents getting killed by Santa after being warned by his senile grandpa <laughs> that Santa punishes those who are naughty. Now Billy is 18 and out of the orphanage, and he has just become Santa himself. Oh, baby. Dude, Santa baby. <laughs> who in the shit thought of this? This is insanity, dude. Well, I mean, Paul Kiami and Michael Hickey, dude. of course, thought of this. <laughs> the writers of this beautiful film. Dude, the, the writers that... Oh, my gosh. I would love to sit down and just have a nice bottle of wine with them and get into everything, man. Like, my first question for them would obviously be, what? <laughs> yeah, it would have to just be, so, um, tell me, guys, what? What? <laughs> guys, this uh, – oh, pause the podcast. Yes. Jump on – I forget. You know what? It's been so long ago. I don't remember how I watched it. I think I watched it on YouTube. I think it's a YouTube. Yeah. yeah. So you go on. I watched it on DVD as I have it up there. You, you know. Look at you. I know. You have it's, everything. It's an important film. Oh my god. It's gosh. very important. You know. Dead silence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you do have everything. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of dumb movies. Uh, yeah. The, the, no offense to Dead Dead Silence. Anyway, guys. Yeah. Let's get into everybody that is in this movie because it is star-studded, top to bottom. Nut to front. Yep, tip to tail, as Andy always says. <laughs> Directed by the powerhouse, mm. just a single one-man production to company, Charles E. Seller Jr. Dude. Ladies and gentlemen, we would read you his IMDb credits, but they are so... There's so many four of them, and they're all things that you've never heard of, so we <laughs> won't. But who starred in this movie, Andy? Guys, I we gotta go with Billy, age 18, of course, first. You know, yeah. the classic, the lead, the leader of the Beach Boys, the head of himself, you know, Mr. Mr. Surf Surfing USA, Brian Wilson, dude. The head of himself. The That's head. what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I am on top of my game, dude. The head of himself, Mr. Brian Wilson. Brian you know? Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, you can Google that. Brian Wilson he, is the star <laughs> of this film. He was out there having good vibrations. He was just loving it, man. Also, if you do the math, in 1984, I think he was in his, like, f at least 40s uh, at that point. And he pulls off a chiseled 18-year-old chi man boy. A beautiful 18-year-old. Exactly. Man. A stud. The, so, dude, good on him. Those dude. are some good vibrations he's <laughs> dude, got. Dude, those good vibrations. Pet <laughs> Sounds is a fucking disaster. <laughs> um, who else is in this movie? Well, there's Lillian Shelvin. Oh, you got it. Mother Superior herself, dude. Ooh. She is. She is actually fantastic in this movie. She, uh, yes, she does a very good job playing a despicable mother superior nun lady. Oh, Dude, yikes! She, she is she is unbelievable. She is, you hate her from the jump, and yes, you do. And she's fantastic at it. Yeah, yeah. But then you're rooting for her, like you do all nuns. Yeah, always, all the time. Ever since uh, I went from watching this movie to seeing the first Sister Act, and mm. I was like, damn. First of all, there was you know Lily Shelvin. And yeah. now there's Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg? Nuns can do no wrong. And I didn't even grow up Catholic, but I was like, I love them. Yeah. They're great. Oh, back in the habit. Absolutely. <laughs> Who else do we got in this movie? Of course, you know that we got Brent Leach, Mr. Sims himself, the oh. shop owner. Oh, my gosh. A guy that I am pretty sure did not act at all in this movie. No. And was just no. drunk. 
Yeah, they just said they went and hired. Well, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves yes. because there's a lot of notes. Yeah, well, there's but, a lot. But he was definitely drunk the whole time. Andy, we can't forget the incredible, the incomparable sister Margaret, played by none other than Glimmer McCormick. Glimmer, dude. She was fantastic in Godspell, and she's fantastic in this. Like, Absolutely. Oh, my. I love yeah. her. I love her so much. I, I remember... I remember being a young boy with my dad watching episodes of Hill Street, Bl- Hill Street Blues, uh-huh. and she'd be on that show, too. And I'm like, man, what an actress. Man. So you literally just pulled up those two things that she's been in, right? Wait, what's that now? <laughs> Glimmer McCormick. That's a fake name. We're on to you. You are not real. Someone has avoided the IRS, and it's you. And then there's a bunch of other people in this, unless you want to give someone an honorable mention. Uh, no. <laughs> That's a hard no, Gabe. <laughs> That's hard. Yeah, there's Randy Stoomp, who plays Andy. He's yeah. just a, a fucking sexual predator like none other. Dude. And we'll get into him. Everybody, everybody is. Everybody is. There's it, just, it's a weird, it's, it's a, a weird group. It's a, uh, it's a, it's an indie movie. It is. It's, it's an, an indie, indie movie. movie. And what yeah. do you do with all indie movies? You being someone that's made a great indie movie. Oh, thank you. You get a bunch of weirdos. You do. You, that's you, the first thing you do. You look at the cast and you go, the weirder, the better, baby. I love it. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> we love all you guys. We do. All you fabulous weirdos. All right. Well, <laughs> that's who's in it. That's who made it. Uh, it's steeped in controversy, but oh. I feel like we can't really even talk about that until we get into the rewatch because there's parts of this that I'm going to be like, yeah, they were re- they referenced it, you know? Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. So, Gabe, you know, I have a question for you, I believe is what I always ask. Yeah. Yeah. So, Gabe, we're going to get into trauma. We're going to do it all. I need to ask, dude, you brought this to the table, so I'm asking you, who let you watch that? Andy, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Well, uh, fans of this podcast, you've heard a little bit about my mom because she's let me watch some very questionable things. Mother Superior? Nope. Oh. Well, I do call her Mother Superior. That's That's kind of a weird thing. I was weirded out the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I either call her that or I call her Mama, and it's it's a toss-up, whichever one's weirder. Uh, and then we, you might even remember w- at least one episode where we talked about my dad because uh, he let me watch a thing. Yeah. This one is neat. Oh. This movie, which I watched, I did the math, and I believe I was 10 years old when I saw this. <laughs> I believe my baby sister let me watch this movie. No. Yes, she what? did, Andy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I was about to make that joke. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, we're, I'm talking about my six-year-old sister. Let me watch this. What? Exactly. Let's get into it, my friends. So, uh, what? <laughs> corner. Yes, I know. Yes, that's the spoiler. Is my six-year-old sister let me watch this movie? You're saying I gotta how? hear this. I gotta how? hear what, how can what a the six-year-old let you watch? What is going on? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now, my friends. Yes. Yes. So, uh, in the timeline of young Gabe's uh, trauma, all right, I was, at this point, you know, at 10, I've, I'm well-versed in, you know, wild sexual stuff. I've already seen Nine and a Half Weeks. Um, I've already seen some pretty gnarly uh, horror movies, uh, all kinds of things like that. So, it's a, it's a Friday, like normal. We went and got some videos from the video store. Or actually, before we got the videos, we're at the video store looking at different stuff. And I am in the section that I love, and that is the weird horror 
movies. Yeah. Okay. They're, it's not the new releases. It's the old ones. I'm looking at them and playing with them and saying, ooh, which one am I going to get? And uh, I'm there with my sister. I'm there with my dad. And okay. my dad is looking for some new whatever, another 48 hours or something. And my Lovely. sister has got, you know, strawberry shortcake meets the Grumpins or whatever type thing <laughs> was popular at the time. <laughs> and I'm looking at Silent Night, Deadly Night, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. And I'm looking at, I believe, Critters. So I had like all these movies and I think I'd already seen Critters, but I wanted to watch it again. So I asked my sister. My sister's name is Vanessa. It was her name at the time as well. So I said, Vanessa, which one am I going to, you know, which one should I do? And I believe she hated all of them. She was six <laughs> and she like didn't want any of them, didn't want anything to do with them. But the Silent Night, Deadly Night original one, it's it's a, it's a, a chimney with snow and there's like a, a Santa arm coming out holding yeah. a bloody hatchet. Okay. Uh, a poster that was steeped in controversy. People couldn't believe that was the image. Uh, I guess I must have been holding it a certain way or the movies overlapped or something like that because that's the one she picked. Okay. She's like, that one. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. Christmas. I think I even might have told her, hey, it's a Christmas movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> which one should I get, the Christmas movie or these scary ones? So we picked the Christmas movie. We go home. It's, you know, that's my movie that I get to watch. Chances are no one's going to want to watch that on a Saturday yeah. night. My sister's going to watch the Grumpins or whatever uh, Saturday morning when everyone's still like asleep or doing yard work or something like that. So uh, Friday night is whatever my dad's going to watch. Well, my dad got some rated R thing that he didn't want us to see, so he watched it with my mom. I got to take my movie into the bedroom and watch Silent Night, Deadly Night. Well, my parents were like, Watch the movie, watch the Christmas movie you got with your sister. Now, listen, guys, I'm a piece of garbage. Oh, I am, yeah. But I'm not going to have my six-year-old sister watch this movie that I was pretty sure was going to be as horrific as it was. So <laughs> I convinced my sister that she should go, or I, was, or I was going to convince my sister that she should go do something in her room so I could watch my thing all by myself and not traumatize her. I didn't even have to think of anything. It must have been my sister's plan all along. Because what she did was she went to my room and she's like, no, I want to play. I want to go play. I want to. I don't want to watch a movie. I want to play something. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's go play. And I'm in her room and we're playing something. I don't remember what it was at the time. I don't know. Barbies. Yeah. Let's just say. Grumpins. Yeah, little grumpins. That's what we're playing. Yeah. <laughs> so she's doing her thing in there. She is... Just not liking the energy that I'm bringing to the table. It's just, you know, not fun. She kicks me out. She'd rather do her own thing, listen to music. She used to listen to, like, uh, different, like... Teddy Ruxpins. Yes. I don't know. She'd listen to, like, music and stuff and sing along with it, like we all yeah, do. Yeah. Okay? So she's six. She's at the height of, like, wanting to do that. So she's like, no, you're good. So I'm like, you sure? Because I'm going to go watch this movie. It's scary, by the way. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. So my parents are like deep into watching whatever movie they got. I now have a pass from my little sister to go watch this movie. I go in my room, pop it in the DVD or DVD. Nope. VHS. I pop in the cassette, start watching this thing. I'm not prepared (laughs) for what I was about to see. I was thinking straightforward slasher. 
No, sir. That is not this movie. This oh movie is God. very weird. Just gnarly. You're not prepared. If you haven't seen it, you're not prepared for this. No, you're not. <laughs> so I'm, I'm watching this thing. Super gnarly. It's just awful and it's terrible. My mom comes to check on us. And I'm guessing there was a boring part of the movie or something or they remembered. Oh, yeah, kids. And <laughs> so she comes to check on us. My sister straight up covers for me before my mom even gets to my room. I hear my mom talking to my sister and my sister's like, yeah, I don't really want to watch the movie and I'm just going to do I'm just playing. And then the two of them, I don't know, they start making candles or something like that. They yeah. do whatever mothers and daughters do. And I got to keep watching my movie. So Vanessa we have made many a joke that there's so many stories where I'm like, I don't know where my sister was. I'm the worst. This one I know. She was in her bedroom playing. <laughs> leaving you alone. Leaving me alone. <laughs> 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 so I could watch this movie, which, spoiler alert, completely destroyed me. Oh, yeah, dude. This movie, I was not ready for this thing. And what what this movie did to me in watching it was it... For, for, it for the first time in my life watching a movie, <laughs> this was like, it was like sexual and violent. And it was like, it was, it's literally watching this guy's trauma unfold, but you're seeing it in such a weird way. It's almost akin to like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm, where okay. it feels like, is this real? Yeah. Like are parts of this just snuff uh. film that they like cut into this? You know, I mean, but the effects suck. So you're like, well, it's not real, but it it, it feels that way. And yeah. it, it's this guy who's like, oh, man, this dude was deeply disturbed. And now he's going around murdering everybody. And it just felt a little different than like the, you know, uh, killer origin stories I had seen yeah. in the past, you know. What? Okay. And yeah. And the Christmas slant on it. At this point, I hadn't seen Black Christmas. So this was the first like gnarly Christmas themed yeah. horror thing that I'd ever seen. So it really messed with me. So uh, that stuck with me for a while. And th he says something. He says a few things like naughty and punish. Punish. <laughs> throughout the movie. And that stayed in my head for the longest time. Where if I would be doing something naughty. Let's say, yeah. I don't know, watching something I'm not supposed to be doing or doing something I'm not supposed to be doing in my head. I would hear naughty <laughs> <laughs> punish half the time. It, it never did anything to me. I would I would hear it and be like, oh, all right, that's I'm going to I'm a crazy person. Dude, but <laughs> but sometimes it would stop me from doing something naughty. We would so. be out at like a virgin megastore looking at CDs. Yeah. And I would yeah. see you. Yeah, flipping through like the death metal ones, and I would be like, "Oh, dude, what are you doing?" And you wouldn't know I'd be next to you, and you'd just be holding like a I don't know a Deicide record or something. And you'd be like, "Naughty," and I'd be like, "Fuck, dude, what?" <laughs> <laughs> Find a Slayer album, you'd be like, "Punish," and I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with this?" And I'd walk away, and I'm like, "Dude, what the fuck is up with Gabe?" And uh, Jorben, our good friend, would be like, yeah. "He's a weird." He's a little He's weird, a weird. Sorry. Yeah, Jorben, man. We love you, dude. Dude, R.I.P. to the great one. I know. R.I.P. Jorben. shit, man? That is yeah. wild. Yeah, oh, so man. my baby sister, she let me watch it. And, yeah, at the time, she was a little kid. Whatever. It's fine. But my sister's awesome. She's four years younger than me. And, uh, yeah, she's, she's uh, it, you know, if 
we we look very similar, except obviously, I mean, she's a lady, so she's way more feminine and less bearded than me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my my sister is just like a awesome, fun, creative person who now like has a, an Etsy shop and you know works with all kinds of people, and she's nice. She's she's wonderful. But like at the time, this is a six year old. Yeah, <laughs> this is like uh, she hadn't yet discovered like the magic of Sailor Moon, which became like her life. For, I okay. think age like eight to f- 15, 16, maybe. Okay. Uh, anime was like a big deal for her. Uh, but yeah, so at the t- she was just like a little kid wearing like rainbow overalls and like <laughs> having her hair in pigtails. And, you know, she loved uh, Rainbow Bright and like strawberry shortcake. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else. Those were those were two things that she loved with a passion. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So. Uh, I love you, Vanessa. You're the best. Okay, and thanks Dude. for letting me watch a gnarly movie and covering for is me. That's insane, man. Yeah. Did she? I I don't know Vanessa too well, man. Does she? Is she into horror or anything at all? Or like, is it like, like, did any of that weird arts? I mean, I she has the Etsy shop and stuff, but did any of that, the stuff that you fell in love with, get into her at all? Or like, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. She's she's yeah she she digs horror. Um. She's a big fan of like the like oh I'd say the more like straightforward like scream okay and uh I like the final destination movies okay. she's into okay. those but like she's a she's a hardcore fantasy person fantasy. like okay. that yeah. is my sister all day every day she likes horror she you know likes comedies she you know watches some extra girly shows and movies oh, yeah. and stuff but fantasy like all day every day that's her jam Dude. so yeah I think <laughs> In fact, yeah, Labyrinth is my favorite movie. Labyrinth is her favorite movie. So, it's cool. It's yeah, cool. Exactly. Dude, exactly. Man. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So some some of my craziness and our parents' craziness wore off on her as well. Yeah. But yeah so oh so my. there you go. That's who let me watch it, Andy. <laughs> that, when, that, is, that is good. Thank you. When did you see this movie? So, I was ready to come to tonight with the story of we would. I used to uh, live in a in an apartment with um, my fiance at the time, my now wife, and, and our roommate. And we used to do these uh, these movie nights. We get people together. We watch a bad movie or we oh, watch yeah, like yeah, a yeah. cult movie. Yep. And we would just do that. It was a way to get people together, and we would uh, just have a good good time and have some drinks and watch some movies. So yeah. I was ready to go into this this night where we we rented this movie, and or someone rented it, someone got it, and we were ready to watch it and it was going to be a great time and i was going to tell you this great story about how i don't know i probably got too drunk and i don't remember any of the movie and uh-huh. i don't know someone threw a chicken at me and it was a fantastic time you know <laughs> and then we started this movie my wife and i uh right before christmas and we put it on and we're like oh man i remember we saw this movie it's so crazy yeah that guy comes out he's just like garbage day and we're like yeah here we go Wait, what the fuck is this movie? No. Nope. What is this movie? And I quickly realized after doing a little research, and by research I mean uh, Googling, uh, that that is Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Yes, indeed. So, when did I see this movie? Gabe, you've done it to me again. You Trixie son of a bitch. You tricked me into seeing a movie that has once again traumatized me. So, Gabe, you did it. It's not turtle bad in no. that we, you know, get a turtle. What was it? What was the word I used? Dis- dismembered? No, that's the actual word. I don't that's remember. That's what it actually was. Yeah. 
separated from itself. <laughs> yeah, it's not not quite Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, or Pink Flamingos looking into a dude's butthole. Oh man, you see so deep. <laughs> but in this movie, you see deep into insanity. You do. <laughs> yes, you, you do. And you see. It's it, once again, it's not hereditary level trauma. No, but you see no. a, a a death scene early in this movie that mm-hmm. is effed up. You know, I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> yeah. It is effed up, dude. Yeah. Like it is yeah. traumatic as all hell. It is. And it's it just, is. If you look at it though, it's just it's a it's a Shakespeare level tragedy of it his is. grandpa scaring the hell out of his <laughs> grandson on purpose because he's. An insane person? On I don't know. On purpose, yep. And then it actually going really bad, like, immediately. Like, yeah. oh, what are the odds? I know. Andy, we got to get into Dude, this rewatch because so yeah, people let, are like, I'm intrigued. Let's I've get heard. Into it. Yeah. Because I don't have any story or anything like that because <laughs> I saw this movie right before Christmas <laughs> in 2022. Yeah. Well, uh, it's it's our job to bring the magic of Silent Night, Deadly Night to all of you. Uh, in February or whenever this airs, <laughs> <laughs> guys, to keep the Christmas season going, fill up a hot cup of cocoa, throw exactly seven marshmallows in there, mini ones, <laughs> yeah. mini ones. Gotta go mini. I like doing seven of the giant ones. It's too many. It's it is. And let's get into that rewatch, baby. Woo! Rewatch. All right, this movie, my my first note is the music goes hard. Exactly, dude. The entire soundtrack. Guys, you know what? I told you to pause the podcast (laughs) and watch the movie. No. Pause the podcast. Jump on Spotify. Listen to the soundtrack for this movie. (laughs) Listen to it. (laughs) It is bangers all day long. The whole thing. If you're not listening to this. At crank to 11 during Christmas, you are doing the holidays wrong. I know. Stop giving Mariah Carey money. No. Stop it. All right? No. Give it to this dude. Give it to this guy. I looked it up, man. This dude has... Fuck, where is it? (laughs) It He is the man, dude. This dude is insane. The dude that wrote all these Christmas songs for this movie. They're they're Oh, they're so good, dude. Mm -hmm. What is his name? Oh, come on. It's not Peter Borkin. (laughs) Peter Borkin. We'll just call him that. <laughs> yeah, Peter Borkin, dude. He wrote it, and it's amazing, dude. It's, it is so good. It's Guincino Mazzaroni. Oh, damn. No, it's not. Oh. I just assumed that that's what it was. <laughs> dude, but it, all the music in this movie is insane, and it is so good. And uh, it's not scary at all. No. And it's just weird, and it gives me a stomachache the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's fantastic, dude. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, the uh, it is. It's P- uh, Perry Bo- Borkin Jr. Oh, Perry. Yeah, see, I was right. Yeah, Borkin. Perry Borkin Jr. This dude. Borkin, dude. He, dude is fucking the man. He's he's the man. He's he's doing it up. Oh, we just lost him. Oh, look at him. Yeah, he's like awesome acid jazz dude. Dude, yeah, he's, so. this dude rad. This dude got some back in the day. A composer and actor known for Baby Driver, Honey, and Bless. The Beasts and Children in 1971. Holy crap. Yeah. I dude, mean, this guy was somebody. He certainly was and is, Andy. Dude, he, he was uh, and he is. is. A, a powerhouse, and yeah. the music is so good. The music is great. You got to listen to it. It's fantastic. Um, Billy is right. 
little Billy is sitting in the car. Now, this is not the old Billy yet. At the beginning of the movie, we meet a very young, adorable Billy. You um, meet several iterations of Billy in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's at least three, but I think four. It's um, it's This movie is the story of Billy. It's his life. It is. It is. It's like uh, Linklater's boyhood or whatever. It, this is, yeah. They filmed this over 18 years, 18 years. to get it just right. <laughs> so little Billy is, uh, it's like, christmas time christmas eve and little billy is like with his parents yeah and uh he's like i don't want to visit grandpa in the home grandpa sucks and his mom's like shut up dude it's cool like we're just gonna go pop in pop out yeah what happens when they go visit grandpa andy dude he scares the living hell Out of poor Billy. Well, Grandpa's staring off into space comatose. He, yes, he he is an old man who, I don't know, took a fall somewhere, and yeah, now he's just yeah. scrambled eggs in his head. Yeah, yeah. Except when it comes to scaring the shit out of his grandchildren, where he is laser-focused yeah. and knows exactly what to say. Exactly, yeah. Like, Mom and Dad go, Billy, hang out with Grandpa real quick. We got to go, like... Pay the bill real fast. We oh, got to go. They're pinching each other butts or something. They might have been pinching butts. They yeah. might have said, hey, just hang out with him. Being in like old people homes gets us super horny. Yeah. We got to go just pump real quick. All right. <laughs> we so, got to go pump. We got to. Your parents never said that. <laughs> now that I think about here. it. Yeah. What's the 80s? That was, it was the, the 80s. That's what they say. Hey, we got to go pump. Yeah. You stay here. We got to go pump real quick. We're just going to pump gotta go one pump. out. <laughs> pump, 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 pump. Yeah, that was uh, my mom constantly was saying that. <laughs> so yeah, uh, <laughs> Grandpa then begins to tell Billy just a horrifying. Like he come, he springs to life as soon as Billy's parents leave, and he just turns to Billy and is like, "I shall tell you a tale. <laughs> Santa punishes the evil." <laughs> You're like, "What is happening?" It's unprompted. Out of nowhere, the old man, you're, you're led to believe the old man like can't speak and yeah. is not aware of his surroundings. And he's like, not only am I aware of my surroundings, I know what day it is. I know that this little boy is excited about Christmas, and I need to scare the shit out of him. So, and that's what he does. And, and it just... With a scalpel, just gets oh, in yeah. there, oh, yeah. surgical about it, plants the <laughs> seeds, and gets out. Before anyone sees anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, because little Billy is there shitting his pants, and his parents come back, and they go, oh, man, what a pump session achieved, and they give each other a high five, (laughs) and the mom turns and goes, Billy, you're going to have a brother or sister in nine months. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, cool. Grandpa is still just, I don't know, staring off into space. Yeah, Grandpa's comatose again. Like he was. Nothing happened here. Let's get out of here. Yeah. I feel like you can't, like, uh, you know, a lot of people say, like, ah, you can't make this movie nowadays. You can't make that scene nowadays because there's no way, to, unless unless Billy was CGI. <laughs> yes. Because, like, that was absolutely child abuse. Yes. Like, that old man and, the, and his acting choices, holy shit, guys. Yowza. This, but this old man, like telling this child that like he's going to be punished and Santa basically only exists to punish the, the yeah. wicked children. It's so. it's you can't do that anymore. It's no. it's 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 the equivalent of just like 
burning like a cigarette just like on yeah. you know <laughs> someone's chest or something. Yeah. But in the eighties, just traumatizing a kid is what you did. Yeah. It you was could get totally away fine. with it. Yeah. It was a time to traumatize. Yeah, the director was just like, All right, let's do that again. Uh this time I want you to choke the kid while you're yeah. telling him, you know. The, it, Billy, be, you're okay with that, right? Before they did any of the others, like the rest of the movie, they didn't know where they were going to take it, and they're just like, I don't know, say you're going to kill his dog or something. Like, they did multiple takes on how to traumatize him. <laughs> yeah. And the, the Santa one really scared the kids, so they're like, that's the movie. Yeah, that's Go. what the movie's going to be. Oh, I like that idea, yeah. <laughs> Andy, where they're just like, hey, listen, we got this actor. He's a great method actor, this old man. We got this adorable little boy. He's a cutie. He's the cutest little kid. We don't know what we're going to do, but you know what? We got just enough movie money to get a little crew together, and we're going to just gonna have this man say the worst shit this little boy's ever heard. <laughs> so, hey, can you just traumatize? Go, yeah. All right. Ready? And we killed his dog. Go. Yeah. Kill your dog. Your mom has rabies, and so do you. <laughs> Santa. Ooh, oh, Santa's the one that stuck. Something stuck there. Uh, so yeah, so we go from hearing this, as Andy said, then this boy gets to kind of live it in real life, like driving in the car with the parents, little boys, like they said, you know, grandpa said Santa's bad and they're like, ah, you know, Santa's cool. Santa's great. He's the best. And who do they see? They see, they see him. They see Santa. It's good old St. Nick. They see St. Nicholas broken down on the side of the road. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas. And they're like. Hey, we should give Santa a ride. It looks like he's having some car trouble. Trust me, as a man that's done it, you gotta pick up a hitchhiker. You have to. I still can't believe you've done that. I still can't believe you've done that. You have to pick up a hitchhiker. I guarantee it. It's great. Nothing bad can ever happen. Nope. Oh wait, (laughs) never mind. (laughs) Santa is going to murder everyone you love right in front of you. The the worst part of this whole thing. The little boy is like genuinely scared out of his mind. Yeah. This little boy is not acting. This this boy is scared. Yeah, the parents are like, "Hey, we should pull over and help Santa." And the, and the little boy's like, "No. Don't. Don't like, do it. Don't do that. Like Santa's bad. He's going to hurt us." And they're like, "Ah, shut up." So immediately Santa shoots dad in the head. <laughs> Just right like, in the face. Just like headshot central. And then he gets to work. He goes around the side, pulls out Billy's mom, and listen, guys, it's an early 80s movie. Billy's mom is packing major heat. <laughs> and Santa unearths those bozos and is like, he's got to get a handful of those bozos. Now, here's the deal. Billy's mom, in a very horrific scene, is is laid down on the freeway and or yeah. the two-lane highway or whatever. Knife is out. Boobs are out. Little Billy, thankfully, has run away. Yes. And is is hidden. Okay. The guy, Santa, doesn't realize where that Billy's gone anywhere because he's distracted by those boobs. He's like, <laughs> he's seriously, he's like, he's making, got his eyes on the prize. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's trying to get the boobs and he succeeds. But then you're like, what's going to happen? And you're waiting for like the most horrible thing yeah. you've ever seen in your life. You're like, okay, it's going to be the worst. Don't worry. It's terrible, but it's not what you're thinking. He He's, like, angry at her boobs. I, he gets mad. There's too much boob, and he's mad about he's, it. Yeah, he's mad about it. So it's like that show, Mad About Boobs. <laughs> he's mad about boobs <laughs> yeah. with Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser and the other one. Uh, uh, Helen Hunt. Hel- yeah, Helena Bottom Carter. Helena so, Bottom Carter. So he, he, 
he slices uh, Billy's mom's throat and is like, ho, 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 where's the kid? And yeah. he then, like, starts saying, like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get gonna you. I'm going to find you and kill you. <laughs> and he's hiding. But holy shit, Billy just saw his dad get shot in the face. He saw his mom's boobs non in like a non getting dressed innocent yeah, yeah like getting dressed or like oh she he remembers her feeding him because she bre- he breastfed yeah. until he was ten he's in a weird like yeah. thing where it's just like men want boobs or something and this is how he's finding out about it yes like, that's how he finds out about it. and that then men are men are creatures of, yeah of, of weird disgusting things, things. Yeah, disgust. yeah. they're gross yeah men are gross uh, and then yeah then throat slit dead uh, so. What a night for the kid. It's just the Christmas Eve to end all Christmas Eves, guys. <laughs> Dude, like, the, ho- the holidays are tough. Like, I get it. Like, it, hey, you know what, though? You got to get through it. Get this kid some help. Get him into an orphanage. And I think that's yeah. that's what they got to do for him. And thankfully for him, he goes into a loving place, man. He does. He goes to a loving place, St. Murder of Agatha or whatever. Yeah. You know, Our Lady of the Perpetual Punishment. <laughs> exactly. Uh, man, oh man, he goes to this nun house where the children are just tormented. Uh, tormented? Yeah. Just like any great place with any nuns. Yeah. Um, they are just <laughs> whacked and not having any fun. Nope. And just this poor, poor Billy. Yeah. It's just living in... In hell, you just need this kid needs some fucking therapy. He does, he does. This kid needs therapy. It, they're just, it's they're it's just trying the, to pray it away or something. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, they don't even do a good job doing like the religious side of it. Yeah, it's just like Mother Superior being like, "You don't understand." He just needs like tough love. Yeah, and you go, "Okay, cool." We we proceed to see you know a couple of scenes of Billy in this this you know. Uh, orphanage run by nuns i don't even know what it's called i was gonna say like a convent but it's not a convent it's like, an orphanage it's an orphanage yeah but is it is it, isn't there a different name when it's run by nuns like a nunnery is it it's the same place that Stuart little was right oh i think so yeah but Stuart he Little's was he was an abomination he was a mouse human he was hybrid. a mouse boy yeah yeah we rat man we, we don't talk about that in this house <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, we meet Mother Superior. She's the worst. She's like the devil. Uh, but one of the first scenes is like, well, it's Christmas time <laughs> again, <laughs> and everybody is giving Billy shit for freaking out around Santa when they know that Santa murdered his parents. They're like, yo, this kid, uh, Christmas Eve to New Year's Day, should go- get to go with the hot, nice nun. Yeah, and go sit in oh, Glimmer, right? That's, yeah, Glimmer, Glimmer, Glimmer McCormick. Glimmer McCormick. He should go hang out with Glimmer McCormick in like a a, a Motel Six for a week, like because <laughs> there we go. It, I mean, I'm not saying anything sexual. I'm saying he needs to get away from Christmas. Yeah, he needs to just be away from that. He needs to watch fun cartoons, and s- Christmas doesn't exist. But Mother Superior's like, no, he needs to face Christmas. Head on. <laughs> Faces demon. She makes him sit in Santa's lap, and he has a meltdown. Dude, he has an absolute fucking meltdown. Yeah. This kid clocks this grown man and the <laughs> physics of it don't make sense. No. They make no. zero sense. No. I've been punched by many a 10-year-old. <laughs> the way this kid round house punches <laughs> yeah. this dude, this guy flies through the air. It yeah. makes no sense. They're setting wow. they're setting up the future that Billy has 
superhuman strength. <laughs> yeah. Because when he gets older, he sure as shit has superhuman strength. <laughs> he has that trauma strength, dude. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. Dude, something I wanted to point out real quick. I yeah, looked it go out for my it. Notes. Well, so Billy's drawing pictures and stuff. Uh-huh. And yeah. all his pictures pictures are of the most graphic, yeah. crazy shit ever. Yeah. And Horrific that reminded murders. me of when I was a kid. Oh. I drew the exact same shit constantly. Oh. Of just people's like getting stabbed or like knives in people's eyes and stuff like that. <laughs> I found a box of these things not too long ago. Oh. And uh maybe maybe I'll put put a picture on, on the <laughs> you, Instagram. You need to. But I have this to. one from, from my teacher and I wrote this story. And it was like a super scary story about like this guy where or this kid falls asleep and he wakes up and he goes into the kitchen. And he sees this man stabbing his mom. And then he wakes up and it was all a dream. But in the picture that I drew, it's like this guy like stabbing this like woman in the face. Oh, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> and I was like 10 years old. Oh, and I just have a note on it for my teacher. It just says unacceptable. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> she was right. That's unacceptable. And I went, oh, no. Do I have problems like Billy? <laughs> Am I going to one day just see an Easter buddy or something and just be like, punish. Yeah, naughty. Eggs. Yeah, you're going to say eggs. <laughs> eggs. Oh, you know what? Peeps. Maybe, maybe, yeah, peeps. <laughs> we're going to find out in March, dude, just with like the price of eggs going up. We're going to go and try to tie-dye them, and my kid's just going to drop oh. an egg, and I'm going to be like, naughty. Yeah. <laughs> punish. <laughs> It's gonna happen. Your poor wife. She'd be like, he just snapped. <laughs> he just snapped. Eggs. I'd be like, dude, I can you blame him? Eggs are like fifteen dollars a piece. It's it's nuts. Thanks a lot, Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> or really appreciate president, it. I don't remember. Yeah, he's probably the president. Who knows? Yeah, uh, no one knows. <laughs> uh yeah. The the Glimmer is such a nice nun. Uh the kid would have been just fine if Mother Superior had been transferred away. That's yeah. that's all. I think just he would have Glimmer been, help him out. Yeah. She would have done it. Would have been fine. It's a very awkward scene though when he sees Glimmer getting boned. Yeah, it's like he—he's just—he's that's a fun little like aside because they're like, don't forget his trauma also has like a sexual a sexual nature nature to it. to it. So Billy's like looking around and he like hears something in Miss Glimmer's room or whatever. And her name's you know sister something or other, but her, her real name Glimmer. Glimmer. Yeah, so we're just sister Glimmer. Glimmer. So he like looks through the keyhole and she's just getting pounded by like the gardener or something. <laughs> I, don't I don't know who that remember. guy is. Like I at first I thought, oh, he's like a priest. But wait, why is a priest there? Like Yeah, there's no priest there. It's just yeah, it's a gardener. It's something. just some dude who's like, hey, well cuz she's a very lovely lady yeah. and so apparently she's like putting out signals and she's like, come to my scary drafty attic yeah. room <laughs> that is all unfinished. <laughs> it looks just, like the attic in Edward Scissorhands. It's been a minute since I've had a good pump. Yeah. Yeah. So she's getting a pump in and he's watching it <laughs> and Mother Superior shows up and it's just awful. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's not a good time. The, the I've kid, seen other documentaries where if she would have shown up, there's like. She joins in the pump action, you know, like that's I, where I thought it was going. I've seen those crazy, documentaries, too, <laughs> with these crazy movies. So I, I don't know. know what the fuck happened with I that. I know. It's so weird. It's like missed opportunity. Yeah. Missed opportunity. Who is this writer? Yeah. <laughs> Sherry Sanzibar, whatever his name is. Uh-huh. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Billy grows up. We get another time jump, dude. It's insane. We do. Like, we just do. like, like it, it's so crazy that like we get to see him as a kid and then we get to see more trauma as him a little bit older. Boom. Hey, 18 years old. 
dude's got it figured out though. Like he, yeah, oh, he is, he's the, put together now. This first jump though, it's before he turns eighteen because there's one more jump. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yes, he's he's like fourteen, fifteen. You're right. Yes. And they're like, we got to get this kid a job. Yeah. So they go to Mr. Tinker's Toy House. Yeah. Mr. Sims or whatever. Mr. Sims. Yeah. Mr. Sims Toy the, Emporium or whatever it is. Yeah. Or I was Iris Toys. Iris Toys. Iris yeah. Toys. Iris but, which Sims. makes no sense because it's Mr. Sims. Yeah. Like, is his name Ira? Ira I, Sims? Ira Sims, dude. Oh, you that's know. it. Okay. I gotcha. All right. So I, I only remember Mr. Sims. I don't remember yeah. them calling him Ira, but maybe at the drunken Christmas party, which we'll get to. Hey, I'm Ira. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, the sister Glimmer is like, we got to get this kid a job. Like, come on, Ira, be a good friend. And he's like, I'm a good Catholic. I'll hire this boy. So we then get this like jump cut of like, he, yep. we saw him watching the pump action and then now he needs a job. He's 14 somehow. And it's this montage of like him being the ideal worker Yeah, for a little while. And then during the montage, he becomes 18. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, is this the same kid? And we learn it's the same kid because he's wearing a fucking karate gi the entire time. <laughs> Why is he wearing a karate gi? It back, makes no sense. Back in the 80s, that was just retail wear. Like, it was, it's like a karate <laughs> shirt, like the karate no thing. Sense, yeah. It makes no sense. It's a, it, it, All he needs is like the black belt, which yeah. they didn't give him because they don't teach martial arts at that particular toy store. He wasn't in the valley. So they're not going to teach him karate. That's true. That's yeah. true. He's in, like, <laughs> Wisconsin or something? Yeah, this is definitely supposed to take place somewhere over there. Fargo or some shit? I don't know where maybe, the hell he's at. Maybe. Who knows? It's, it's It feels like Wisconsin. It definitely but, does. <laughs> but, yeah, he's in a karate gi, and it's it makes no sense. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I got so mad. I have that note in there twice. It's like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, and... All by the way, it's a toy store. Yeah, what do toy stores like live and die off of? It's the Christmas season. The Christmas season. That is it, baby. Yeah, that's their thing. These nuns, and especially Sister Glimmer, should have had the foresight. Get him a job at a Jewish deli. Yes, you know that that that's what he needed to be doing. First of all, he should have converted to Judaism. Become very orthodox, like, yeah. you know, so there's no observance, no mention of Christmas at all. But at the very least, get this guy learning how to make a brisket, pastrami, being able to, you know, find the finest of mustards. Put this guy on that. Like, Dude, yes, the, chef. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop getting this guy involved with Christmas. Yeah. Come on. Like, do him a solid. So, Because <laughs> otherwise, from... From someone who's still in retail, especially retail like management, yeah, you got this guy who's not going to be around for Christmas. Yeah, I don't need you on the team, dude. Exactly. This is our, according to statistics, during the eighties, retail toy stores were doing ninety five percent of their businesses business during Christmas time. Ninety five. Ninety five percent. The rest wow. of the year, you're jacking off. Wow. Well, no one's buying Transformers then. No, that's true. Nobody Cabbage buys... Patch Dolls, no mm -mm. one's buying shit. No. 95%. No. 95%. Can you all believe that? That yeah. is a statistic. The, in July, you don't sell anything. You're running red that whole month because that's true. you know that's true. in Christmas, that's yeah. where the money is. Yeah, you go, well, we're just saving up. We're just saving <laughs> up. It's Christmas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the Billy... So we... <laughs> 
we've established that uh, toy stores do quite well at Christmas. <laughs> well, we're about to see it in this movie. Yes. The jump from Billy being eager to like, hey, Mr. Sims. So so the idea is the guy they have playing Santa, uh, he like gets sick or he gets diarrhea, he diarrhea. or he dies or something. I don't know. They have him eating at like the local Wisconsin Mexican food place. Yeah, exactly. You don't he's eat eating Mexican at food is Wisconsin. He's eating at Umberto's. Yeah, it's all white people. They really fuck him up. <laughs> they okay? fuck him up bad. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's so he's like I can't come into work. I'm shooting holly jolly things. It's the Why worst. Why did you eat there? Yeah, they're like don't eat at Umberto's. <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> it's your one job, man. <laughs> it so, smelled too good. Yeah, I just had to get it, man. Those wet tostadas are my jam. Anyway, mayonnaise tostadas aside, yeah. uh, there's no there's no uh, Santa. So, you know, Mr. Sims looks around at his employees and he's like, all right, I got I got the sexy lady with the feathered hair. I got the old lady who's just uh, she's a, a hiccup away from a pirate. Like yes. this woman is just awesome. She's also the accountant. Yes. I don't know what she really I don't does. Know what she- and then he's like, I got the guy in the back who manages the warehouse, I guess, who's old, bald, and cranky. Yes. Would be the perfect Santa. Yes. But fuck that guy. Not <laughs> I'm not going to ask him. And then Billy. Billy. This beautiful 18-year-old with not an ounce of fat on him. You'd be the perfect Santa, Billy. We got to do it. So jump from Mr. Sims being like, hey, Billy, can you give me a hand with something? And Billy like, happy to help, sir. Yeah. To then... In a full Santa costume is one of the funniest things I've and ever he's seen in my life. Just there, sweating, just angry and sad, <laughs> tormented because he's in the instrument of his fucking parents' death. He, it's and a it's, it's just, a key and peel sketch. It's dude, so good. It's so good. This kid, all we need to learn was just a few boundaries, just a, two simple letters. Yeah. No. Yeah. And everything would be fine. It would have like, been fine. Hey, do you feel comfortable getting in this? Yeah. No. Right. Hey, you have a good one. <laughs> no, I do not, sir. Because he's still gonna need him. Yeah. Go back to stocking fucking. Yeah. Teddy I'd be, Yeah, I'd be happy to continue with the rush. I'll just yeah. focus on my job, sir. But I can't do that. For you see, my parents were murdered by a man dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! I had no idea, Billy. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> Please just take the rest of the night off yeah. for the bonus. See, Billy, all this would have worked out, but <laughs> the nuns didn't teach you no, dude. <laughs> didn't teach you no. So he's there, angry and he's mad. Just sweating, staring just himself. Just sweating. He is yeah. so fucking greasy in this movie. He is. He is. He, looks he goes for being the sexiest boy ever Yeah. to be just sweat cake. Yeah. He is. He went from beefcake to sweat cake. Yeah. There you go. Sweat cake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I'm I'm far too often a sweat cake. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. You're talking the king sweat cake over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the, we get to see more of that fabled strength. Just Billy strength. is just a, a an ape, as strong as an ape, one handed choking everybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. So okay, be, being in this uh, suit sends him over the edge. Can't handle it anymore. So uh, it's the end of the night. They've closed up shop. Everybody's celebrating. They're getting just so drunk. They're just getting insanely wet, dude. drunk. They're getting wet. I want a boss like Mr. Sim, dude. Me too. He's just like, Me too. Hey, fucking, we're closed. Shit house central. Let's do it. Honestly, he's like, I think I think they even say, like, ah, those fucking kids. Like, and he locks the door and he's like, 
We're done. <laughs> we, we did it. We made our 95% of our sales for the year. <laughs> yeah. We're done. We're good. And he's just passing out full bottles of Jameson to yeah. everybody. And they're just, I mean, everyone is drinking half a bottle every yeah. time they sip. Like, he goes, especially Mr. Sips, yeah. he goes oh, from yeah. <laughs> just a nice boss to completely shit-faced in 30 minutes like i don't know what the hell he oh yeah he gets drunk immediately i mean it's by the second song we're, yeah. we're hearing real-time christmas songs yeah and by the second one he is like cross-eyed and he's like and and he's not acting this no, gentleman this man is just rock this is the role he prepared for his entire <laughs> life this man is an alcoholic <laughs> so good for him get work dude yeah do it i'm not begrudging the gentleman yeah. it's fine because he's doing just fine it's the bald, surly gentleman and the pretty feathered hair lady that go into the back when the bald guy's like, hey, I got something to show you. Ladies, that's never, no, no. one ever wants to see what a guy's going to show you. He's okay? going to show you his one ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be like, look at how long this, this <laughs> what ball, ball is. is. <laughs> so weird. Ball itself is always long. It's weird. <laughs> the ball thing. is yeah. long. It's yeah. more of like an oval. Yeah. Whoa. And she's like, ah, I'm good. So <laughs> anyway, uh, he's he, you already didn't like him, but now you really don't like him because, you know, he sexually assaults this woman. And yeah, she is, uh, you know, understandably having the worst time ever. Billy hears it mm -hmm. and he sees Baldo having sex with this lady. And we're not having sex. He's raping her. It's yeah. it's it's awful. It's it's terrible. So uh, Billy sees this and he's like, immediately he, he you thought he was sweaty before. <laughs> yeah, he gets double the sweat. Double the sweat. It's, he's like he got he went and got a full can of Vaseline and put it on his face. Yeah, and then a garden hose on top of that. <laughs> That's what this boy looks like, and he <laughs> just starts saying, naughty, naughty, punish, punish. It's this. <laughs> It's the first time you've heard it. Dude, it's insane. And you go, what the fuck <laughs> is happening right now? What did he just say? What is this? It's just a dude who's just, naughty, punish. And you're like, what is happening? What is happening? So then he goes and he grabs Baldo uh, by the <laughs> neck and one arm chokes him like straight up in the air with his free hand. I believe wraps Christmas lights around his yes. neck. Yes. Yeah, he like strangles him with like one. He he, he choke kills he, him. He kills him with the choking powers. Yeah, exactly. The power of Christmas. Yeah, the power of Christmas compels him <laughs> yeah. to kill this guy. And you're like, okay, you took it a little far, Billy, but we you, all do. We all do. You saved this woman. <laughs> you saved her. She was getting assaulted. You saved her. I don't like to the extent she certainly doesn't like to the extent she that you really doesn't. you went. Uh, and unfortunately, she lets him know. Yeah, <laughs> she is angry, and she's hitting him, and she's screaming, and she's saying he's terrible. Yeah, a and Billy turns on her on a dime, and on now, now she's naughty. And now, now she now must she be punished. <laughs> punished. <laughs> and he gets two, two kills in a, in, in in minutes. Yeah, and you're like, what is going on? Yeah, he went from zero murders in his life to now two in under Very a easily. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At this point, you know, Mr. Sims doesn't hear a full sexual assault going on in the back. Oh, no. Doesn't hear a thing of that. No. But then Billy, I think, knocks over a can, the smallest stud, to which he, Mr. Sims is like, 
what's going on back there? Huh? <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. That is true. After Billy has like killed everybody, stabbed this girl with, uh, I think he stabs her with like a crowbar or yeah, something. something. It's something gnarly where he kills her by running her through with a crowbar. <laughs> and, you know, listen, neither one of them, you know, gasped too much. But remember, friends, just before he killed this woman, she's screaming at him and hitting him. Yeah. But listen, Mr. Sims has been hearing women scream at him for years. He's <laughs> deaf to that. He can't even hear. It doesn't even register as a sound. However, he's a stickler for neatness, and he hears yeah. a can get knocked over, and he's like, I might be blind drunk, but that's no <laughs> excuse for messiness. I got to go see what's going on back yeah. there. Yeah. I feel bad for the boss, man, because he's just, he was a great boss. He, he was. was. He he wasn't naughty. No, he wasn't naughty. He doesn't deserve to be punished. He took a chance on this weird kid. Yeah. Hired him straight out of the... Yeah, this kid had no work experience. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Sims was was a genuinely a good guy. And, you know, he gets beat to death with a hammer. <laughs> dude, this poor dude. Yeah. His, uh, from what he I remember... He just wanted to get drunk He just wanted to get Christmas. drunk and maybe, maybe get a consensual handjob from the pirate woman, yeah. his accountant. It's something we all strive for. We know? all, at the Christmas party, were like, all right. You're single. You're over 80. I bet you've you've done some things. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what happens. Are yeah. you into this? You are? Let's see what we're doing. Exactly. Exactly. Everyone's having a good time. It's Christmas. And they were peers. She was a CPA. She only did his books on the side. Yeah. So she was, she, in fact, she was his superior in every way. So. In every way. Yeah. But anyway, poor guy gets, uh, from what I remember, like one of the only be like really believable deaths, like the hit <laughs> yeah. with the hammer, like yeah. it looks pretty good. You're like, whoa, that's that's pretty gnarly, man. Uh, so very dead. <laughs> and then I, the 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 accountant lady's got to get her end too, but I don't even remember how that happened. I think she gets it with a bow and arrow or something, like a crossbow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she's she running away. Yeah. She sees it and she's like, Hey, who am I supposed to give a handjob to? Yeah. And she goes in the back. And she's like, everyone's dead. Oh, no. <laughs> so then she runs away. And, yeah, Billy's like, punish. Punish. You know? He gets her ass, too. He gets her. Uh, we then see Billy go out on the town. <laughs> he is ready to go out. And, man, he I don't know what it is with Billy. Billy could smell Christmas sex or something. Oh, like, he can. He's just he out can. there. And he's just like, is, is, that, is there... Is Christmas a sexy holiday? Like, are people having this much sex on Christmas? You know what, Andy? I, that's a thing. As a young kid, I, I don't want to say fantasize because I probably did, but I, yeah. but, but but I thought about this a lot. Yeah, because Christmas is shown as a very sexy holiday. Dude, like, yeah, when we were kids, it was like it, it all goes back to National Lampoon's uh, uh, vacation. Yeah, or Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. When Clark is like, you know, he's buying lingerie. He's buying lingerie, dude. Uh, what, dude? I have bought my wife more sexy things at Christmas time yeah. than I have on Valentine's or her birthday because of movies. <laughs> it's like, oh, you buy lingerie at because Christmas of this time. movie. Because of this movie, Every, uh, punish this movie. It taught me all about Christmas pumping. You're trying to get naughty. You're trying to get punished. Dude, trying to get I punished. get it. I dude, get it. I get, I get it. it. They're talking about getting pumped. I, I know. get it, man. Everybody wants to get the pump in. Yeah, it's so weird. You're right. Yeah. and this movie especially, it's like, oh. We we meet we meet these young lovers. These young lovers, they're just down in the basement. They are in the basement, blocks if not miles away from the toy <laughs> yeah. store. But Billy's like, 
is that a, a pump I hear? <laughs> is that a pump? And he just goes for he it. He goes for it. And he's just running towards it. Yeah. Like, ready to go. Running, running with an axe in hand. Because uh, it makes no fucking sense. It yeah. makes no sense that he would find them. No. It cuts from the, the fucking toy store the, yeah. to just, hey, we're babysitting. Hey, pump it out. Yeah. Pump it out. It's, pump it out. It's such a funny trope of like the 80s movies where yeah. like they're fooling around and everyone gets like very naked right away oh right away and the girl is like well wait a minute the kid that we're supposed to be babysitting which i think is her younger sister is like wanting to have dinner or something and we're just saying ah just go to bed instead <laughs> like just yeah. go to bed so she's like i gotta go quiet the kid she doesn't put her top back on she doesn't. She puts her shorts on. Oh, yeah. But she doesn't put her top back on. She's like, I'll be right back. And the guy's like, come on. What am I supposed to do? Have sex with this pool table? And she's like, keep your britches on, pal. And she goes up. The little girl has gone off to bed, I guess. Yeah. And this chick is still topless. And she's like, oh, shit. I got to bring the cat in. So she goes out, opens the door. Titties for the whole neighborhood to see. And she's like, cat, come on in, cat. And you think, oh, she's going to meet her end right yeah. now. Nope. No. It's just a cat. Just a kitty. It's just a cat. Until <gasps> punish. <Punish>. <laughs> Our boy shows up. and Out of I mean, nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. I mean, it's my question here in my note was, how did Billy know the blonde was naughty? Yeah. And then. Uh, all right, I had all a pretty right. good idea. <laughs> because those breasts were out. Yeah, because, I mean, a non-naughty girl doesn't let the cat in with her titties out. No. I'm just saying. And ladies, do whatever you want. God bless you, you know? But I don't think I don't think most of you are just showing your kibbles and bits to the neighborhood when you want to let the cat in. Dude, who knows, though? This man, around Christmas... Christmas is sexy. Christmas is sexy. We dude. have established that. We have established how <laughs> sexy Christmas is. The sexiest of the holidays. Oh, easily. 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 <laughs> Valentine's is all about chocolate and... Commercialism. You know, commercialism, yeah. You got to get to the, the the reason for the season. Yeah, and that's to pump, pump it. it out. <laughs> uh, Andy, I only have one more note, and it's it's about the... Uh, <laughs> the end of the movie? It's about the sledding. <laughs> oh. is <laughs> <laughs> his whole murder plan... Has, has it makes no sense. Just the most random murder spree ever, and it just I don't fucking get it. Well, all right. So the idea is it's Christmas Eve. It's late on Christmas Eve. Uh, so he's just going around to find who's being naughty yeah. right now to punish them. Well, he made a beeline for the blonde's house, and he kills her in a horrible way. He kills her boyfriend, or you know, her gentleman caller. He kills him in a terrible way. And then he's like, well, shit, nobody's out. Everybody's, like, fast asleep. Yeah. Who am I going to go find? Well, luckily, in the woods, there's these two grown men. <laughs> and these two grown men are really excited about going sledding. I get it, dude. Like, Have you ever been sledding with your boys? Dude, sledding is a lot of fun. I always do it with dumb kids. Yeah. I've never done it with, like, another like, you know, I'd say these dudes were in their early 30s. Yeah. You know, easily. I've never done it with another, like, you know, full grown man. See? These guys are stoked and they're talking about how they're going to do it. And one is definitely the more dominant guy. And yes. he's like, I'm going in front. That's what I'm doing. This yes. will be fun. And his friend's like, all right, 
gosh, cheese and cheese. <laughs> well, as soon as he says this, these two other fully grown men show up and they're like, fuck you. This is our hill. And they like kick their asses and scare them away so they can go sledding yeah. instead. And you know what, friends? I've only got one word for what that is. And that word is, Andy? Naughty. It's naughty. Punished. So you will be punished. Dude, it makes no fucking sense. No sense. No sense. And here he comes, dude. Yeah, the, just... the, the, yeah the, the biggest and the meanest guy's like, I get to sled first. And he like <laughs> jumps on the sled, goes downhill. We see Billy pop out. We hear that catchphrase of punish. <laughs> Classic and, catchphrase. Yeah, head gets chopped off. It's the it's the dumbest scene I've ever seen in any movie yes. ever. But it also might be my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's up there, man. It is it is a great scene and it makes no sense. Yeah. And Billy, man, just what a what a hero. What a hero for the time, you know? Oh yeah. And I just yeah. I appreciate what he's done for the genre. And for Santa's alike, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, he's putting in the hours. <laughs> his whole thing is that he's, I guess his plan is he's trying to get back to the orphanage to go after Mother Superior. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Mother Mother Glitter Titties um, figures out uh, Billy's plan or whatever, and she realizes, oh, he's trying to get back to the orphanage or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a whole manhunt going on for him at this point, too. I want to point out that at the end of the movie, these, this fucking cop comes in hot, guns a blazing, and just blows away an innocent Santa <laughs> right yeah. in front of the kids. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just another just fantastic, just, no one is going to get out of this movie without being absolutely fucked over by Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in this town of, you know, Bum Swallow, uh, Vermont, or wherever yeah. we said, Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. They're all just that they, they want to strike Christmas from the record, dude. It's they, <laughs> someone has someone has it hard up on for these for this holiday, dude. They, I know. He hates it. You know, you know what it was? It was this dude who just always fantasized about getting a Christmas pump in. And there was no one to pump and There's, no one wanted anything to do with him. So he's like, you know what? I'm gunning for you, Christmas. Dude, I'm going to do all this. And that was probably that first Santa Claus guy that killed Billy's parents. Yeah. Probably. You know what? I like it. Shame on you, Wisconsin. Is Billy's brother still a little kid at the end of this movie? Yes. It makes no sense. That's the best thing. Billy has a little brother, okay? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the little brother is conservatively eight years yeah. old when Billy's like, you know, ten. Ten? Yeah. And then Billy grows up back at the orphanage when Billy is 18. His brother is the same age. <laughs> yes. It is awesome. It's so great. You're like... Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a what? minute. What? Yeah. Punish. Yeah, punish. Naughty. Naughty. Yeah. Dude, what a what a Christmas movie. What a Christmas movie, guys. Are your seasons greetings? Are your greetings seasoned? Is that what it is? Dude. You're, you're just so excited. What a gift. What a gift. <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like Billy. Billy. He's getting a deep old pump. <laughs> Unfortunately, no pumps for Billy, okay? Gosh, He's dude, been look far at too Brian naughty. Brian Wilson's face on this fucking IMDb. He's just so greasy. Oh, it's the worst. It's it's he's just a grease mess. He's it's a terrible. greasy man. Just so, a greasy man. So this movie, I mean, you're hearing us talk about it and you're like, guys, it sounds like the best movie I've ever seen. I definitely need to watch it at Christmas time. Yes. You do. Yes, but, you do. Please do. Uh, but this movie was not well received, Andy. No, no. <laughs> this movie is full of just 
negative reviews yes. and just yeah. people hated it. Yes, this movie lasted in theaters for two weeks before a parent group united across the nation and mm-hmm. got it shut down, got it taken out. They're like, how dare you? Santa is amazing. Not a real person. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, Santa is amazing. Uh, you can't do that to Santa. Uh, the Coca-Cola company owns him, by the way, so you can't do that anyway. Yeah. Uh, how dare you? They the, the initial outrage was for the poster. Yeah. And the poster was what I described, you know, showing my sister, where it's a chimney with snow, a single arm, and he's holding an axe. That's it. And they were like, that is so horrifying that it's going to traumatize children if they see the poster yeah just the poster they're like this is going to be the worst thing ever you can't possibly do this so i mean i believe then there the movie was like uh it was either nc-17 or x uh after the fact and they're like well we you can't release that anymore so it like went into obscurity everybody that like had anything to do with this just hated themselves billy was like ashamed to talk Mm -hmm. about it was ashamed of what he did you know glimmer you know she went on to be in all those things andy talked about dude yeah she was (laughs) she's the only one that did anything with her life yeah but not a single picture of her on imdb which is pretty great (laughs) she has more credits than like anybody in this (laughs) no pictures of her uh but yeah it was it was just like complete outrage where everyone was just up in arms and then you know a few brave souls was able they were able to convince everyone like Hey, shut up. It's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Black Christmas did way better like eight years before this. <laughs> you know, yeah. like so come on, like, why is everybody freaking out about this? That was already done. Uh and they're like, Well, because it wasn't Santa. Santa was the big thing. It was it, it was wild. It's wild. Yeah. And, and, and it's you look back at any of these things, you know, the movie poster, you know, a lot of this stuff. Granted, the movie is still very traumatizing to someone that's never seen it before yeah but i mean it's just where we are in terms of horror and everything a lot of it's kind of tame and everything oh yeah it's just like it doesn't we're sitting here talking about how it doesn't make any damn sense or anything like that (laughs) or laughing about it right you know people granted you do want to get a pump in on christmas you do you do it's 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 your gift you've already done something for the kids get a pump in now you need your gift (laughs) anyway what i'm saying is that it's just it's funny how these groups get together and they just fixate on these things and they we need to end it yeah i don't know yeah yeah i i I agree um i actually read um an interview with seth rogan recently and you know he was talking about when he did the interview okay and he was like yeah like before we made that movie about them like killing kim jong un un one of them, one of the Kim Jongs. Uh, they're like, uh, before that, our movies were steeped in controversy because of like a joke we told or something. Yeah. And like, you know, you'd hear <clears throat> some parent group got upset or whatever. He's like, and then we made that movie and you're hearing like the White House press secretary talk about your movie because it's an international incident. And he's like, it really put it in perspective. Like, he's like, that is a big deal. That's like up in arms. That's a controversy. He's like, all the other stuff now is just dumb shit and everyone should ignore it. But back then, this was the controversy. This was the up in arms. I had to find the name of the group. It was Citizens Against Movie Madness. (laughs) Fucking stupid. It was was Cam? Cam. That's even, that's so dumb. (laughs) Citizens Against Movie Madness. These movies are mad. They're mad. Santa has an axe. 
uh, yeah. So there you go. It's great. I, I hope you all watch it and you enjoy it. Andy, we talked about it. Do you have anything to recommend this week? Dude, man, I didn't really think about it too much. Um, hmm. I'm reading I'm reading a book right now. I'm in the middle of it. I'm enjoying it very much. Uh, it's by a gentleman named uh, Paul Tremblay. Okay. Uh, oh, I know Paul. Yeah, he he's writes, you know, some cool horror novels, uh, some um, crime story novels. But I'm reading a book called uh, Cabin at the End of the World, mm-hmm. um, mainly because I've had it on my shelves for years. Yeah. And uh, they just turned it into a movie uh, by Mr. M. Night Shyamalan. That's right. Uh, called I, Last Cabin on the Left or whatever M. Night renamed it as. Isn't it uh, Knock at the Cabin? Knock at the Cabin, yeah. yeah. So I've always wanted to read the book, and since this movie's coming out, it, the ending and the movie is probably going to get spoiled. I'm like, oh, shit, I need to read this now. <laughs> so um, I am enjoying it so far. I, I, I really like Paul Tremblay. Yeah. Uh, Awesome, awesome writer. Um, he also wrote a book called uh, "Head Full of Ghosts." Head Head Full of Ghosts, which is a fantastic um, exorcism sort of book. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm 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 not finished with the book yet. But it, so far, it's I'm on the edge of my seat, baby. Awesome. Um, and if it's good, Very I'll nice. go see what M Night does to fuck it up. <laughs> I can't wait to see. <laughs> I can't, can't wait to see him fuck it up. <laughs> Even though I like Batista. Yeah, I like Batista. I yeah. like uh, Rupert Grint. I don't know who that is. Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley. Yeah. Is Ron he in that? Weasley is in it. Yeah. Ron Weasley. Yeah. He plays oh, Ron Weasley in it too. <laughs> Harry Potter's friend? Yeah, he's Harry Potter's friend. He does magic with a wand and all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Patronus. <laughs> Patronus. Gabe, what about you, man? You have uh, you have anything that you're recommending? Uh I do. Ladies and gentlemen, I am recommending the band Juna. D J U N A H Juna. Yes. Juna dude. is a power duo. Uh it's pretty amazing group they're out of chicago i believe and man lead singer she plays guitar she's got a rad voice uh she's a hell of a guitar player and the bass that she plays is an organ with her foot she like does like the foot organ while playing guitar it's gnarly to see the music is rad they've got a kick-ass drummer too uh they've got a new album that's coming out and um you know i believe the album is the same title as the the uh the first track that they just mm. released and i think it's called the seven winds of sekhmet uh, it's yeah just i mean you look up seven winds it's rad holy crap it's more like rock and roll than i normally like it's really good it's really good i love them juna give them a listen they're an independent rad band and uh yeah i love them they're super cool dude that's rock and roll baby you know it um, Gabe, I realized that we forgot to do one thing. What? And I'm going to ask you. You watch this movie. You love this movie. Do you want your kids to watch this movie? Oh, dude, <laughs> completely forgot that part. <laughs> we are so out of practice. No, my kids will not be watching this movie, Andy, because it's gnarly. Dude, sorry about that. You it's know. okay. How about you? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we got it in there just for the sake of keeping with continuity. <laughs> just got to keep that. That's our format. <laughs> we'll talk more on the next one about yeah, that. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> anyway, that was. I just wanted to make sure we got in there. Guys, you know the drill. Follow us everywhere throughout all of the social medias. Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Twitch. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, who let you pod on all the handles? Send us an email. Tell us um, how your pumping is going on Christmas. Yeah. Uh, send us an email at wholetyoupod at gmail.com. Get that pump. Get the slump. <laughs> yeah. Until next time, don't ever watch a movie 
Unless it happens to be uh, just a family-friendly film. Uh, just a wonderful thing. Whoops. <laughs> that one stopped recording. <laughs> <laughs> just a family-friendly adventure all about, you know, Santa and and uh, being good. Being good. Punish. Punish. Or don't and watch Silent Night, Deadly Night instead. Dude, wow. what a crazy movie. Exactly. Good night. Uh, good night. Punish. <laughs> <laughs> You've just heard a Doomsday Initiative podcast. Consult a physician. Consult a physician.